Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you'll build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Well, hello there, Christy Lee here, and welcome to episode number 151 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Wonderful to have you with me today. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are listening into this episode. It's summer here where I am, so perhaps you're out enjoying the sunshine on a walk, or maybe you're working away, Uh, but whatever you're up to, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Now, today is another one of our compliance update series, and I will preface this by saying whilst we don't often get into the weeds of the technical gear here on the podcast when it comes to the Fair Work Act, the workplace legislations, all of those things... This year, we may have to do a couple of extra episodes in this vein because we are seeing a raft of changes come through. And I want you as regular listeners here of the People Powered Business Podcast to get the latest when it's happening and to know how to prepare your workplaces for these changes, because they are changes that are going to require you to take action, possibly to put new policies in, to be aware, to budget. There's going to be a lot of things you're going to have to action in 2023 when it comes to these changes. Um, And unfortunately, as someone said to me on a call earlier this week, ignorance is not a defence and it will not be with the Fair Work Commission. I can assure you they have emphatically stated that they will come down hard on employers and individuals who breach these new laws. They're going to be taking them very seriously. And whilst the exact details of the fines that are going to be handed out are still being ironed out, they're going to be big. In fact, they're going to be larger fines and penalties than we have really ever seen before. So if you've been noticing the news and seeing back payment claims or Uh, The term you might see actually is enforced undertakings, which is basically when an employer has realised they've underpaid staff and they've, you know, gone to the Fair Work Commission, you know, I guess, um, acknowledging that and they're enforced into an undertaking to make that repayment. And I read one recently that was in the millions. Now, obviously, big business, that can happen far more easier than small business. But if you play the numbers, if you look look at it as a percentage of revenue, any amount of back payment is going to be hard work, right? So that's already happening. These new changes are going to add another layer of complexity to that. So we are doing a bit of a compliance update today. And today I want to chat to you about paid 
family and domestic violence leave because this leave actually becomes active the very day that this episode goes live on the 1st of February 2023. So if you're catching it later, catching this episode later than that, this might already be in place, but this happens right now live as we're going to air. So I wanted to update you on all of that. So we're going to talk today about the broader industrial relations reform agenda that we're kind of in the midst of at the moment, where this fits in with that. We're going to talk about what paid family and domestic violence leave is, when does it come in, how much is it, how does it accrue, all the nuts and bolts of it. And we're going to chat about what you need to do. What actions do you need to take in order to remain compliant? So like I said, this year we're going to see some more changes when it comes to industrial relations laws. So we may need to do a couple more of these episodes. Back in episode number 140, and I'll put a link to that episode in today's show notes if you want to go back and have a listen, we spoke about the raft of change that had been passed through Parliament towards the end of last year uh, and what it was going to look like. So this is normal. So don't be thinking this is, you know, some kind of unprecedented thing that's happening. Every time we have a change of government at the federal level, of course, a new government has a new agenda and they want to make their mark on whatever it is. And employment law is just one of those things. Now, a Labor government is a very different type of government to what we've seen before when it comes to industrial relations. And you're going to expect some changes around that. And we don't get to make the rules. We just have to play within them. And that's the advice I give our people-powered HR members and my consulting clients and my coaching and mentoring clients who I work with more long-term on their um, mindset around being the boss in their business. We talk about this all the time. We don't get to make the rules. We have to learn to play within them. And learning to play within them also means understanding how to leverage them for our benefit because knowledge is power, right? So it doesn't mean doing anything dodgy or anything like that, but understanding where there is flexibility that we can play within as well and where there's just no flexibility. So we need to understand the world that we're playing in and the game that we're playing in when it comes to industrial relations laws. So this is definitely part of Labor's election commitment. It's why one of the things that they would have stood on in terms to get into power. And as you would expect with a Labor government, there should be no surprises. This is going to be a pro-employee focus. Their focus is on job security. We're going to see some impact on casuals and contractors down the track. I've got no doubt about it. They're looking at protecting employees' rights. We will do a future episode on what the enterprise bargaining landscape is going to look like because it is going to impact more small businesses than ever before under these laws. And unfortunately, it's going to be something we have to participate in. Not so fun. They're looking at gender equity and pay equity in the workplace, which makes perfect sense. And we will see continued wage increases. So this current raft of changes is focusing on protecting employees' rights. And so the introduction of paid family and domestic violence leave is, is looking at looking after people, which is no surprise. Now, many of you may not have been aware, but there has already been in existence unpaid family and domestic violence leave in the Fair Work Act, in the modern awards, in our industrial relations law. So even if you weren't aware of that, just bear in mind that there already has been some availability for this leave. It has just been unpaid. So unpaid, just like casuals don't get paid for most leave, but hold tight because we're going to talk about that in relation to this leave. Uh, Unpaid, just like um, community service leave is unpaid. So it has formed part of the landscape, but we are making a significant change now into paid family and domestic violence leave. So let's unpack what it is, the nuts and bolts of it. 
So paid family and domestic violence leave is leave which an employee can take if they are experiencing, of course, family or domestic violence, or they need to deal with something that is around the impact of that violence, which they can't reasonably do outside of work hours. Now, the immediate examples, of course, if they are fleeing a dangerous situation, if they need to look at housing and accommodation so that they can remove themselves from the dangerous situation, some of those things can't be done at night. A real estate agent's not going to meet you at night if you can get one to meet you at all in this market. So it can't be done outside of work hours or they're immediately dealing with the direct impact is when an employee can access this leave. And I've been asked a little bit in the last few weeks when I've been chatting about this, how do we actually define what is family and domestic violence, which is a really, really good question. So how they're defining it in the law is it is violent or threatening or abusive behaviour by an employee's close relative, household member, intimate partner that either seeks to control, coerce or coerce the employee or, of course, causes harm or fear. Now, this obviously comes to mind some very specific and direct things that would clearly be family or domestic violence. And then there are some things that are perhaps, you know, a little more open to interpretation, like what is fear, you know, what is, you know, all those kind of things. But that is the definition that we're working with. So it is violent, threatening or abusive behaviour by an employee's close relative, household member or intimate partner. And I think this extends to ex-intimate partner as well, actually, that seeks to control or coerce the employee or causes them harm or fear. So I'll just dig into that definition of close relative. So this is a spouse or former spouse, a de facto partner or former de facto partner, child, parent, grandparent, grandchild, sibling. In addition, the child, parent, grandparent, grandchild or sibling of the employee's current or former spouse or de facto partner and any person related to the employee in accordance with Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander kinship rules who have their own definition, of course, of um of a relative in that sense. So that's the definition. That's the hardcore stuff in terms of how we interpret this when it comes to an employee accessing the leave. Now, here's the important stuff. How much leave do they get and how does it all work? Because it is actually, you know, pretty significant. I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but it is quite significant when we as employers need to budget for this. This is paid leave. We are footing the bill here as employers. So let's be mindful of that. The other couple of key things that very much differentiate this leave to other types of leave is that all employees have access to it. That includes casual employees. Now, casual employees have access to no other type of paid leave. So this really is a first. They also have access. And also interestingly and different to how other leave forms, this is 10 days of paid leave per year no matter what type of employee you are, part-time, full-time, casual. So the amount isn't prorated because you're casual. The amount isn't prorated because you're part-time. Everyone gets 10 days paid leave per year. So that is quite unusual. It's different to how other forms of leave work. And so it's really important to be conscious of that. So casuals get it and it's not prorated. That's how it is very different from other forms of leave. As I said, it is 10 days paid leave per year. Now, for most businesses, if you employ 15 or more employees, including your regular casuals, they have to be included in that headcount. This leave takes effect today. If you're listening to this episode, the day it goes live, the 1st of February. 
Now, for other employees, employers I should say, for those of you who employ 14 or fewer employees, including regular casuals, don't forget to make sure you're counting them. You have another six months before this takes effect for you. So the 1st of August, 2023. So just understand your headcount and how to calculate that. It is inclusive of regular casuals. And that's really important. So 15 or more, this takes effect right now. 14 or fewer, you've got until the 1st of August. Now, for those of you with 14 or fewer, in this interim period, in this six-month grace period, your employees can still access that unpaid uh, family and domestic violence leave that already exists. But for everyone else with 15 or more, it starts today. So how it's going to work, because it's a really funny accrual system as well, is you get 10 days each year and it's like a reset at the 12-month mark. So on the 1st of February 2024, everyone gets 10 days, but they don't get an additional 10 days. It doesn't accrue. It sort of tops up. So if you've got an employee that's taken two days paid family and domestic violence leave in, say, November 2023, those two days will top up to the 10 days on the 1st of February next year when it's the reset time. So it'll reset every 12 months. So if you're starting on the 1st of February, it'll be 1st of February 2024 that it will reset. Or if you're starting 1st of August, it's going to be 1st of August 2024. And for all new employees who join you from the time you have to start um, accruing and accounting for this leave, it will reset on their work anniversary date. So if you've got someone that joins you on the 1st of September 2023, they will automatically get access to 10 days paid domestic family and domestic violence leave, and that will reset on the 1st of um, September, I think was the date I used, 2024. So that's how it's going to work. It is different, isn't it, to the other types of leave and how it all accrues. You know, it would be simpler if it just all accrued the same way, but this is how they're doing it. So and it's, it is to ensure that casuals and part-timers still have the same protections against uh, this kind of situation. They've got the same support around them if they find themselves you know, experiencing family or domestic violence leave. So that's the nuts and bolts. I know it's a bit technical. I tried to just keep it to the key details, but they're the key details you need to know. The start dates, how much they get, how it accrues and what it's to be used for. So what do you need to do right now to ensure your business is protected? The first thing is to know your obligations. So if this isn't sort of hasn't all sunk in, it's a lot, I get it, to listen to on a podcast, go and get your head around it so you understand your obligations. You may very well need to get a policy document in place or update your current leave policy. Now, that's not essential because this is law, so it's not like you can change it. It is what it is. But if you want to get it documented, it would belong in a workplace policy. There's no doubt about it. And do your research and get your help. So all of this information is available on the Fair Work website, which is fairwork.gov.au. Or if you want to get some more direct help, you're uncertain, you just want to make sure you get it right, get some support. There are HR consultants like me out there that you can get support from. You can join groups like People Powered HR to have that help. And in fact, I'll let you in on a little secret. Just recently, I've added a new option on my website where you can book and prepay for a one-off like half-hour consult call if you just want to sort out one thing like this. In fact, you can book a 15-minute, a 30-minute, or a 60-minute call. Prepaid, so you don't have to lock into anything ongoing. There's no sort of emailing back and forth. You just book in, we get jump on a call, and we sort you out. If you would like to opt, opt in for that option and then just get access to get this sorted for you, all you need to do is to go to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au, 
click on the contact us page and it's all there. Just click your button, book your time, you're good to go. So that is new and available. I hadn't thought about mentioning that, but it just dawned upon me and I thought I would mention that in case you're listening and think, ah, I just need a little bit of help with this. Help is always at hand. So to recap for today, we are in the midst of an industrial relations reform period. So there are going to be changes coming this year and there's no need to stress or fret. We'll always keep you updated here on the podcast, but just be aware there are changes coming and um, you've got to make yourself aware of them. It's your, the onus is on you to make sure you're compliant. Family and domestic violence leave, paid family and domestic violence leave, I should say, is the current change we're talking about. And it kicks in from 1st of February, 2023. Today, if you're listening, the day we go live, For most employers, those of you with 15 or more employees, including regular casuals, or on the 1st of August for the rest of you, it's 10 days paid leave per year, reset every year. And what you need to do right now is get across your obligations, read the info on the Fair Work website, possibly update your policies. And if you need help, as I mentioned, go ahead and book in one of those consult calls with me, prepay it, it's all done. You get the advice you need and you get moving. Uh, So to do that, just go over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au, click on the Contact Us page, and the booking form's right there for you. It's really too easy. All right, that is a wrap for me today. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and sticking with me for the compliance update. I know actually that the compliance update episodes are some of our most listened to episodes. So I know you're all keen to make sure you are compliant and up to date with the laws and I'm keen to help you make that a reality for your business. So that's it for today. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the People Powered Business Podcast. 